stars, everything. The fourth thing I think about has to do with the second part of the scripture. He pardons sin. It also says he delights to show mercy. If you've ever read Greek mythology books, you know that the Greek gods are the opposite of that. They delight to show pain. They have even punished humans for doing nothing actually wrong. But God forgives and shows mercy even though we do terrible things every day. Even though we sin every day, he forgives us anyways. The final thing that I think about is that our God, he sacrificed his one and only son like we all know. I didn't completely appreciate it until I read books like Percy Jackson. In it, it shows clearly what the Greek gods think about us. To them, we are, not, we are, not, we are worth nothing. We are cockroaches to them. They wouldn't sacrifice as much as their bets to us, for us. Mythology has one thing right. We are not worth it. But God loves us anyways. He loves and cares for us so much that he sent his one and only son to get tortured, mocked, beaten, and even killed by us. Not only that, but he was burdened with our sins. He cares that much for us. That is why I love this scripture. It's because it's so obvious. There is no other God like him. He is the only one. Hi guys, I'm Noelle. Um, I wanted to share a little bit about the part in the scripture where he talks about pardoning sin. Um, in the NLT version of Micah 7, verse 18, it says, Where is another God like you who pardons the guilt of the remnant, overlooking the sins of his special people? Um, and I think I just really love that word, overlooking. Um, I want to read Second Chronicles verse. Second Chronicles 7, verse 14, um, it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. What I love about the scripture is how God doesn't expect us to be perfect. He simply expects us to we want him, go to him, and cling to him. He knows we're going to sin, and we do it all the time. And so it's amazing to see how God is so ready and willing to be there for us after all the things we do to him. And one way to describe sinning is like cheating while you're in a relationship. Every time we sin, it's like we're cheating on God. Um, and we cheat on him all day, every day, choosing the world over him, choosing ourselves over him. And through all of that, he loves us so deeply that he cannot let us go. And it's not like this doesn't hurt him. We hurt God so much with what we do. But when we simply want him and search for him, that's enough. Us trying to reach out is enough. And that's why he sent Jesus, just so that we could find him. Even though we constantly mess up, God made it possible to find him because he desperately wants us to get there. He desperately wants that relationship with us. And he sent Jesus, who paid the ultimate price, just so that we could find him. And we still get a choice, which is pretty amazing. I mean, God could have just said Jesus and then forced us to come to him. But no, he did all that, and we still get to choose whether we want to go to him or not and seek after him. Um, finally, I want to read one more scripture, which is Acts 17, verse 27. And it says, God did this so that they could seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Thank you. We're going to have Canon pray now. 
Hello, my name is Cannon, and I'm going to do the communion prayer. Let's bow our heads and pray. God, please, I, hold on. God, thank you that you sent your one and only son to get killed for us. We did not deserve it. We do not deserve anything. I'm so grateful. We all are. Um, God. Yes, thank you. Um, amen.